2: Joey Vitale views things a little differently. Just imagine how he looks at hockey. Whoa! This is The View from Vitale. Brought to you by Scott Lee Heating Company. A proud Mitsubishi Electric Elite Contractor.
0: Last night in overtime out in Edmonton, but overall pretty decent performance by the Blues. Top line looked great. Colton Pareko with a good night. Good night by Jordan Bennington as well. We go out to the 101 ESPN hotline right now to talk it over with Joey Vattali. He's the Blues analyst for both Bally Sports Midwest and 101 ESPN, doing a great job right now during this road trip, pre, post, and intermission on Bally. Joe, appreciate the time as always, my man. How you doing today,
2: Joey? 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 Ah. Ah, come back for Ballys hey, love it guys. Hey guys, how you doing? Doing great. I was uh outside uh pruning my hydrangeas. Never thought I'd say that, but my wife said oh, the hydrangeas need some pruning. So uh, I had to look up on YouTube what that even means and uh I was outside pruning some hydrangeas and sorry, sorry if I'm a little late on the call. Joe, you uh
1: you you might be the the best dad and husband in the world if you are spending your off day pruning hydrangeas.
2: Yeah, I don't really understand uh, why they don't grow. Like, per- I mean, what, what, why are we interfering with nature? But apparently, I cut them down to the second knuckle, an inch above the second knuckle. And they- oh, it's no. Funny me, My wife just wants me to get out of the house.
1: That makes a lot of sense. That's that's like and when I'm my like, wife just
2: go just go chop some flowers here. Just do this. This is what you're <laughs> supposed to do, and just go spend hour. And it takes forever. because, like. It's like a thousand flowers per bush
1: that's like when katie just occasionally is like hey we haven't picked up dog poop in a while which means like get outside and pick up dog poop <laughs> cool okay i'll go exactly. outside for 30 minutes
0: and my wife's version is, is hey we need to go to target which is uh, go a to four target. hour excursion
2: <laughs> oh yeah nothing will make you feel like a mr mom like going to target right after drop off i literally run into like a hundred kirkwood moms <laughs> if i'm running there and for my wife we have these gumball trees that literally shed like a million gazillion balls this time of the year and I told my wife, I'm like, hey, you know, there's like a spray that, you know, you don't need to do this anymore. But she keeps saying, no, it might hurt the tree. Sure. I, I, can't, I keep coming back to one thing. It's like, I think she just wants to be outside for three <laughs> days straight, picking up balls. Hey, Joe, final question, uh, non-hockey related
0: that I I, I got to ask you, because we were talking about it before the show. We figured, hey, there's nobody better to ask this question than Joey Vitale. <laughs> uh, how often do you change your sheets? How often do you wash them? I,
2: okay, I had a conversation with my wife about this. <laughs> yesterday I That's amazing. You, are you listening yeah. in on our bedroom conversation we bugged your house
0: occasionally joe. joe don't worry
2: about it it's gonna be fine okay okay <laughs> i just talked to her about this yesterday Flu went around my family this week so my wife while she's i was listen first of all i was the only one that didn't get sick knock on wood oh um, yeah oh yeah yeah so so we'll see how that goes and i'm talking to her and she's literally like bent over uh, changing sheets, sicker than a dog. And I, I looked at her, I was like, you know what's funny about you and me? And she's like, what? I go, if I didn't have you and I was just living in this house solo, I don't know if I would ever wash the sheets. To answer the question, okay? I would never wash my sheets unless there was like a blood stain yeah. on there or like some sort of visual, like that doesn't belong there. <laughs> I should wash these. Aside from that, I don't think like in college, I can college before my wife. I don't think I ever changed my sheets. And she is like a once a week, sheet changer and i just i don't understand it because it is like pulling teeth taking the sheets off you got to wash them they're always getting stuck in the dryer and then they're finally dry and then and then the agony of having to like why would anyone want to put a king size bed sheet on a bed where you got like jump on the bed and pull the corners it's just complete Agony to me, and the timing's yeah. never right, Joe. I get home at like
0: three o'clock, and so you almost immediately have to put it into the wash to have it ready to go by the time you're going to bed. And then you got to have the kids that you're dealing. Like, it's so many pairs of sheets do you guys it's own? This whole thing. I got one.
2: <laughs> I got one. It's terrible. It's terrible. And like on pre- two weeks ago on a pregame nap day, I come home from the rink in the morning. I'm like, hey, I'm gonna go lay down for the game tonight. She's like, sure. And then she goes, oh, oh man, uh, there's no sheets. They're in the washer. I go, oh, it's okay. I laid on the mattress. I don't care. Oh, yeah. I. Do not care. She's like, you literally laid on the mattress. Like, yeah, <laughs> yeah, that's what I am. I'm a man and I lay on the mattresses, and that's completely fine. So, and to answer your question, we balance each other out. I would never do it. She's super. She's freaky about it. She'll do it once a week. Okay, so that's yeah.
0: Alex said every like four to five days. Uh, T Bone said every couple of weeks. I think I'm once a month. Um, I, I don't know if that's a good or a bad thing. It probably <laughs> speaks to my my own personal issues that I've got going on here. But <laughs> it's good to know that we're all
2: on the same page here. It's like not. Yeah, too- no. I mean, same page for sure. And the, my kids, luckily, they take after me. Thank God. On a lot of ways. <laughs> Uh, my son, Bodie, uh, I told him about two months ago. He's like, Dad, it's so annoying getting ready in the morning. I can never find my belt. They go to a Catholic school, so they have to wear the uniform, and they have to, They only have, like, three pairs of pants. I'm like, I'm like Bodie, just just lay out your clothes the night before, and that didn't work. And I said, listen, what I did in high school, and this is no joke at CBC – at one point, I actually slept in my collared shirt and khaki pants, and I literally rolled out of bed and just hopped in the car. I mean, and now every every night to bed, he's got his collared shirt on, his pants, his socks, and my wife is just beyond herself with this. Like, she's like, "This cannot happen." I'm like, "Let this kid go. He's fine. It's time management, he's doing just fine."
1: Joe, Dad, you, uh, Joe, you figured out dadding, my man. You yeah. have figured out dadding. 100. I'm
2: doing right.
0: Yeah. All right. Let's let's talk a little bit about the blues an, an impressive effort last night. Listen, Edmonton's really good. They they lose it overtime. You get a point out of that game. If the context of everything that we're talking about here wasn't what the last six had been prior to that, we probably feel pretty good coming off of that one. I did want to ask you about one of the positives, which is Robert Thomas. He's now on pace this year, Joe, to finish with 95 points on the season. He's on pace to finish with like a plus 18 rating. I, I, we said earlier, this guy has reached officially superstardom status for us. What have you seen? from Robert Thomas that has stood out to you most this season, Joe?
2: Well, I mean, look at that shot and goal last night, BK. You know, that's a shot he doesn't take two years ago or even last year. And I think the biggest – well, I mean, let's, let's talk just production. You know, because there's, there's, there's two trains of thought here. I mean, because he's developed terrifically this year in both. One is, of course, on ice and the other one's off ice. But from an on-ice production standpoint – of a plus minus driving the first line, defending against other teams, tops, finding the best points he's ever had in his career, that, that in itself to me is something that Alex and I have touched on a little bit on the pregame show here and there, but last summer, they wanted him to work on his shot. And they said, one thing you have to do differently this year is you have to start shooting the puck. It's not a selfish thing. I know you're a pastor. I know that juniors and even your first few years in the league, you're a pass first player. That's just who you are. That's fine. We don't want to take that away from you, but you have to start establishing that shot first. And what that means is, and we're starting to see how since he has done that, not only his goals have gone up, but his assists have gone up. And that's what happens when you're a shot first. Why? Because when a team is defending you, you know, if you're, if you're, let's say you're a Jonathan Huberto, Jonathan Huberto just passes the puck. I don't think I've ever seen Jonathan Huberto shoot the puck. like ever. Huh. Okay. So that's what he does, which is fine. But the issue becomes is when I'm defending against Jonathan Huberto, and I remember those days, like I'm thinking, here he comes, he's going to pass the puck. He, I got to look to my left. I got to look to my right. Cause he's going to this just you I not really focused on his shot. Now the issue becomes is that now you're worried about the players around him. And then Jonathan Huberto is kind of, you know, tough on time. Same thing with Robert Thomas. When, when players and defenders were defending him in his first four seasons, they were thinking this kid's going to pass it up. He's going to come in the offensive zone. I mean, every single time he came in the offensive zone, he buttoned up, and he looked to make a pass. Okay? Now he's different. Now he's a shot-first guy. Now he's coming in the O zone, and he may surprise you throwing throw one in the net. That goal last night on the power play, again, he's at the blue line, he's dragging in, and he just rips it top corner. So now the issue is for opposing players is this kid can shoot it, he could pass it. I don't know what he's going to do. He, in some ways, it's like a Conor McDavid. Is he going to pass? Is he going to shoot? There's a million things Connor McDavid can do with the puck, and that's what makes him so hard to defend against. And Robert Thomas, of course, I'm not going to put him in that, that class, but at the same time, with his great shot, you know you have to defend the shot. But also he can pass. So then there becomes an unpredictability about him, and that's why when he's become shot first, there's the unpredictability. The opposing team has to give him more space. And with that more space, he can either, A, shoot it, or he can find more passing lanes to pass it. So that's where you're seeing his offensive numbers continue to climb.
1: And on that topic, Joe, one thing that was noticeable for me last night in that game is the Blues need somebody who can break a game wide open with their shot. And I mean, you had three odd-man rushes, two breakaways last night, and the Blues didn't even get shots off. It's It feels like they're still searching for that guy who, every time the puck's on his stick, you're wondering if he's going to score a goal.
2: Yeah, I mean, exactly. I mean, you, you, need, you need a shooter's mindset. You know, you have to. I mean, you have to, especially in tight games like that or maybe a response game like that, you know, coming off a tough Winnipeg game back-to-back, let's shoot right away. Let's get pucks to the net. But that's the idea, getting off to a good start, and the Blues did that. I mean, they scored two goals in the first few minutes. All of a sudden, bang, bang, it was in the back of the net. You thought that the game was going to be 8 nothing, But that, that's how you have to go. And You know, you look at Robert Thomas's game. Alex and BK, there's one thing about his game to me that reminds me so much of Connor McDavid, and and it's a small thing. And I talked to Shane Doan about this, and, and Alex and I we touched on it at the Enterprise Center. But it's his ability to catch pucks. I mean, Connor McDavid, people talk about his speed, his shot, his vision, his crossovers all the time. And same with Robert Thomas, his shot, his passing, he can skate, he can, he can puck protect, he can win faceoffs. But you know, one area, one skill that Both those players, and I watched the game last night, they do so well, and you don't even recognize it if you're not looking for it. It's just they catch passes. They catch passes in motion, and they're already working on the next move. And this is something that when you look at the NHL and a typical player will catch a pass, sometimes it takes a split second for them to actually corral it before they make their first move or they pick their head up. You know, Connor McDavid and Robert Thomas, when a pass comes to them, they are receiving it. They're receiving it in motion and it's already stuck to their stick when they make that first move. So it's just that second, it makes all the difference in the world. I talked to Shane and of course he's working with Austin Matthews, who's part of the Toronto Maple police organization. And he watches Austin Matthews train. One thing he does very differently, which of course you, you see how it translates to his game. Whenever he's doing a skill drill in practice and someone passes him the puck right before like a cone, for example, he doesn't pass it to the Austin Matthews two feet before the cone. Austin Matthews takes off and he waits for that pass. That pass comes about a half a foot before that first cone. So what does that do? For the McDavids and the Matthews and the Robert Thomases, it forces them to catch the puck and they don't have a ton of time to make that first move. And that's what they do so well. And when you're doing that very well, of course anticipation anticipation of the game comes very naturally, lanes start to open up and then of course you can get your shot off a lot quicker. It almost sounds like a
0: quarterback that, that throws to a spot as opposed to throwing to where he sees the receiver at a certain place. That It's a really interesting perspective there, Joe. Hey, we appreciate the time as always, man. Really enjoy watching you on Valley Sports Midwest yeah. this week on the pre-post intermission. Looking forward to seeing you back on the broadcast with Alex Ferrario as well for pre and post and then certainly with Curbs during the call too. We always enjoy our Thursday conversations. Never know where they're going to go. You're the best, Joe.
2: Hey, appreciate you, boys. As always, I see my wife glaring at me from yep. the window, get and it. I need I need to get, get back, back to the get back to those gotta hydrangeas. Go. Got to go
1: now. See ya.